Hi, folks. Welcome to episode 153 of the Wealth on Any Income podcast. This is where we talk about money tips, techniques, attitudes, information, and provide inspiration around your business and your money. I'm your host, Rennie Gabriel. In past episodes, we spoke about how to understand the numbers from your business, how to measure the level of pleasure based on where you spend your money, how to track your money in five to 10 seconds, what determines how close you are to complete financial choice, and how to run your business without being in your business. Last week, we had Giuseppe Grammatico talking about the reasons to buy a franchise business or start your own. Today, we have as our guest, Ellie Natoli. Ellie is an international best-selling author, speaker, and marketing strategist who helps experts scale their income impact, and freedom with one-to-many offers without complexity and overwhelm. Her simple pilot-to-profit framework has helped thousands of coaches and business professionals sell one-to-many offers, including online courses, memberships, group programs, to the tune of over $40 million in sales. Ellie, welcome to the Wealth on Any Income podcast. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm really excited for this interview. Terrific. Well, we'll get to it with some questions. Let me first ask you, sort of like, I think I understand what you do, but tell me a little bit more and why you're doing what you're doing. Awesome. That's a great question. One of the main things that I do is help experts, people who have a passion, expertise, and knowledge to take that expertise or knowledge or passion and package it into some sort of an offer. In most cases, it ends up being a one-to-many offer, meaning an offer that they can sell to many, like online courses, group programs, or put it behind a membership service. The reason I do that is because many, many, many years ago, almost like a decade and a half ago, that was what I really wanted to do. I was really fascinated with the path of income Part of things, I used to run a boutique design and development firm and just got tired of the roller coaster of not knowing like where my next paycheck is going to come from. So I just became fascinated with this idea of creating an offer, packaging my expertise into an offer and have that extra revenue stream come through. But it ended up being a lot more challenging. I was being told by other experts in that field that it was going to be. So it just took me through this really long road of lots of detours and roadblocks and so many challenges. But once I really figured out how to do it properly, I just decided that I want to be that person who helps others not go through what I went through to help, you know, hold their hands throughout the journey and making sure that they're being effective with their time, money, resources, and get there um, predictably and reliably. Ah, perfect. Well, now it's interesting because before we started the interview, I was talking about the one to many. So you're either working one on one with someone, not meaning you, meaning whoever's listening. They're either mm-hmm. working one on one with someone or they're working with many people at one time. And so in your service, are you working one on one or one to many? So, majority of my income right now is one to many. And Right now, um, for the past like couple of years, my main go-to offer is group programs because I really enjoy the idea of 
having many people come together. And I'm not talking about group programs that you have hundreds of people in there. I'm not for those. I'm not one of those people, you know, who conduct them or like them only because I don't think you're able to give that transformation when you have so many people in your program. But I love like smaller ones, like 20 people, you bring them together. And it's just, it's really amazing to see when people come together, they all have the same goal in mind and the collaborations and, you know, how there's the support. And of course, you know, I'm there to guide them as well. I, I just love it. So that's my main to offer right now. But occasionally I do work one-on-one -on -one and it, it really depends on the situation, but I don't really do too many one-on-ones. I get it. And, and it makes perfect sense because like when I'm teaching at UCLA, there's more energy in working with a group than there is in working with one person. And I enjoy having more energy. So, yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, now, as you're probably aware, I donate 100% of the profits from the work I do, teaching other people how to handle money powerfully. I donate to animal and veteran charities. Tell me about a cause that you support. So one of the main causes that I support is for Persian, uh, children of Persia, actually. It's one of the foundations right now that as a U.S. citizen, I'm allowed to contribute to because of all the sanctions with Iran. But I'm really passionate about it because um, I am Iranian. I, I come from Iran. And all the sanctions, which I kind of understand why they're there, but they're really hurting the people versus hurting the government, unfortunately. So this is one of the organizations that you can help through, especially for children and in communities where they're very underprivileged as far as education, health, housing, those type of things. And there is really great oversight, making sure that the funds are being spent properly. Oh, great. Thank you for doing that. Who would you say are your primary target markets or market? I would say I don't have like a primary target, although for some reason, people in health and wellness really gravitate towards me. And I think it's because of the way I approach marketing. I, I do this thing called service-first marketing, which is all about being... This thing called what? Service-based marketing? Service-first marketing. Service-first marketing. Got yeah. It. Uh, and it's all about like being empathetic to your audience and stepping in their shoes and really understanding them, not like through like generic, useless um, persona type of exercises, but really, really, truly from bottom of your heart to understand your audience, understand what they're looking for and create solutions and offers that matches those pain points and the desired outcome. So I think because of that, because of the way I approach marketing, a lot of health and wellness people gravitate towards me, but I've worked with uh, folks from all types of industry, right? Financial, from business, even marketing, all, all types of uh, markets. And in most cases, what I do is, as I said at the beginning, I help them envision a way like re to package their expertise or knowledge into an offer and build up all the marketing pieces or marketing engine to be able to sell those offers. Uh, oh, great. Now, the next is a two-part question. The first is, what would you say might have been your biggest failure, whether personal or business? And then what did you do? Following that, what insight did you gain or how are you using it? <laughs> I mean, I couldn't, my failures are too many to count. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> I can say the same thing, yes. 
I think one of the biggest one is for many, many, many years, I was just so afraid to show up confidently. I was just so worried about coming across fake or being judged. I honestly don't know. I'm putting words on on what I felt, but it's just this fear of um, putting myself out there. And one of the stories that I I share with a lot of people, because I know um, when I work with people, there are a lot of people who share the same issue, is the very first online course that I created was actually a joint effort with my husband. And we, like, like half of it was his, half of it was mine. And when I created it, I gave him the scripts and had him put voice over my voice. It, this is back in the days when, you know, you just did voice and, you know, slides. So that's how afraid I was. <laughs> and that really kept me from showing up. You know, you can't really, with any kind of a momentum, build a business if you're afraid you're like, questioning every part of how you show up from social media to your emails to your whatever you know you're putting out there you can't gain any momentum so that was one of the biggest things i would say that really like one of my main roadblocks i think the at some point i came to this realization that you know if i'm doing what i'm doing because i want to help people that means that if I don't show up, those people who really resonate with me and who want my help, they will stay stuck. And so if I don't get over this fear, I, those people, I'm letting the, those people down. And for whatever reason, it was just like magic, <laughs> you know, type of formula in my head that once I like started thinking that way, then it's just the fear. Like completely went away. I, I stopped worrying about being judged or what people think. I just say my mind, you know, and, and that's it. That's the end of that. I show up and I serve and yeah. Yeah, that, that that's so perfect because what you're doing is being your authentic self with other people, which they can relate to. And I know so many people, including myself when I was younger, wanted to have a facade that if the people didn't like the facade, that's okay because it wasn't really me. That doesn't work. You know, you're coming across inauthentic because you're not letting people know who you really are. So thank you for for changing that and shifting the focus from yourself to your audience. Do you have a a case study of what uh, someone may have done that took your advice? I mean, where they were, what showed up for them? Do you have an example? Gosh, I have so many of them, but um, I'm going to talk about one of the recent ones that actually inside my Pilots of Profit program. And again, this comes back to the whole idea of, you know, um, really stepping into your prospect's shoes and to understand them and and not being worried about how you sound and all that, like all those things fall into place. Because um, one of the biggest things, especially people who are heart-centered, like I am, the main thing that you hear from them is like, I don't, I hate selling. I'm not a salesperson. And I always tell them like, you don't have to be a salesperson. I'm selling too. It's not even about selling. Just show up trying to help the people you're meant to help. So one of my clients inside my program 
she was sharing a story with me that she actually showed up on a stage. This is for an organization that actually don't allow you to pitch from stage. Mm -hmm. So she showed up and she followed the same, you know, framework that I share with, with them inside uh, Pilot to Profit about like, you know, how to position your messaging. And it's just come from like, place of, you know, helping and serving, not really selling. Yeah. She said it was just so interesting because I just did that and I shared my insight and change of perspectives and all of that. And as I was getting off the stage, people were coming up to me and asking me, how can we work from with you? Like, you know, where, what kind of offers do you have? And it was just like mind blowing for her because she had been, you know, for years and years, she had tried to package our expertise into like these different types of training programs and they were all just sitting there not selling, mm -hmm. but just the way, like just, just shifting, you know, your focus and coming at it from that perspective. It's just not only you just the pressure is just, is not there for you anymore, but you're able to, you know, show up confidently and people gravitate towards you and they want to buy from you. Yes. The difference between selling to people or people wanting to buy from you. Beautiful. Yes. Now, I'm going to guess some of my listeners, because I have a lot of coaches, authors, corporate trainers, and folks like that who are among my audience, they'll want to get a hold of you to learn more. Do you have some free offer or some way they can find out more? Absolutely. So I do have a webinar coming up. The whole idea of this webinar is how to pilot your offer, like if you have this idea or expertise or knowledge that you want to put out there and you've been thinking about maybe turning it into an online course or a group program, like how do you do that in a matter of weeks? It's called pre-selling. So if they go to elinatoli.com slash pre-sell, they'll be able to sign up for this um, free webinar that is coming up. Okay. So they go to elinatoli.com forward slash pre-sell. Yes. Yes. Perfect. I'll have that in the show notes. People can click on that. And if they don't make it for September, they could make it for August or whatever other dates that you have. And Ellie, thank you for being on the Wealth on Any Income show. Thank you so much for having me. This was a blast. Thank you. And for those of you who are listening, if you'd like to know how books, movies, and society programs you to be poor and what the cure is, then log on to wealthonanyincome.com forward slash TEDx. You'll hear my TEDx talk and can request a free nine-step roadmap to complete financial choice and philanthropy and receive a weekly email with tips, techniques, or inspiration around your business or your money. And if you'd like to see how you can increase your wealth, and donate to the causes that touch your heart. Please check out our affordable program, Wealth with Purpose. To my listeners, thank you for tuning in. You can listen to the Wealth on Any Income podcast on your favorite platform, and please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next week, be prosperous. Bye-bye for now.